Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters. About however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Uh, the reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody with you eats free. Now here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Hour number two already. Time is flying on by. It's 501 here in the Bayou City. All right. Let's go check in with old Captain Mike Jeffcoat, RJ's Hunting and Fishing, Venice, Louisiana. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Mickey. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. You got past Turkey Day, okay? Yeah, I'm, I live through it. Actually, the turkey was edible too. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't order any Belleville smoked turkeys this year, so I did one on my own. I said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to the old days and try it." It turned out. There you go. Got lucky. Got lucky. You never know no. about them birds, man. Everything's got to go no. just right. Exactly. Um, and it depends on the quality of bird you buy at the store too. I think it's just like anything oh, else. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, hey, if I lose you, you know where I'm at. So, how are you in the river bottom this morning? I'm in, I'm in the river bottom. Did you get any light killed. rain earlier? Yeah, I did. That's pretty hard rain, actually. Oh, but, did you? Oh, okay. Yeah. I just got light rain at my house. Well, that'll quieten the leaves down. You can do a little squirrel hunting. Yeah, right. <laughs> the way that wind's going to start blowing. I'm sick of this wind. It's, well, we had a blowout here. I just come back yesterday. Right. I hunted, uh, I don't know, 109 days. So, and uh, went home for a couple of days and I'm back. See if things change. That moon has really been a problem. So, right. You know, I even hunted in the middle, middle of the day and seen more deer in the middle of the day than I've been seeing it morning or evening. So, that was a big moon. Going. Yeah. And, uh, Got a few more acorns than we thought we did, and kind of slowed them down on that corn. And I've seen a deer I'm trying to kill three times, but I, he's tricked me all three times. And last time I saw him, I was looking the other way and turned back and looked the other way, and he was looking at me by the time I saw him, and 
Oh. South. Yeah. So then the wind, trying to play the wind on them, and you know that's the problem hunting box stands. You can't pick that box stand up and move it. So no. the wind can the wind can really hurt you. So, but he's a nice one. I just don't know if I'm gonna get it done. We're gonna see. So, I ain't even made up my mind. But I'm gonna go try. I'm trying to weigh on that. What's the radar showing? What time's all that mess going to be in there? Man, all the heavy stuff's out in the Gulf, Mike, and uh, there's some light stuff coming up the coast from uh, down around the Corpus area. It's it's moving pretty good because last night when I went to bed, it was way down there, and then when I got up this morning, it was coming through about 2.30. Um, right. I don't know. There's some... Uh, uh, it's, it's move. It's kind of like what we had last night or earlier this morning. There's some in Bay right. city right now, a little glob coming our way that might, uh, get to you by nine or 10 o'clock oh, or maybe uh, eight. So it ain't the gloom and doom they was talking about last night, huh? No, I'm not seeing it. <laughs> the doom huh. and gloom's out in the middle of the Gulf, man, all the way from, you know, way down the tip. You know, down by the tip of Texas all the way up through, well, heading your way over in Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like Venice was going to probably catch it pretty good. Yeah, it looks like, uh, you know, most of it's in the Lake Charles and Calcasieu area. You know, the better stuff inland, and then all the really heavy stuff way out, in the, you know, offshore. And it's mm-hmm. all moving east towards you over in Venice. Well, that's good. Well, I guess I'll get my britches on and go then. Yeah, I this might be a, might get old Mister Big this morning. This cloud cover and and the wind's not up too bad yet. They're calling for it to be twenty to thirty today, but I'm not seeing that yet either. Huh. All right. But other than and that, here on the coast, it. I'm uh, ten to twelve, ten to thirteen. Yeah. It's got I don't have any wind. Anything? Imagine that, huh? Yeah. So. No, uh, I ain't got no fishing reports, really. I mean, I know they're still catching trout, but most of all the guys like me, they're all hunting, so that time of year, you know. Catching them in the river? Yeah, still catching them in the river. You know, and there's really nothing coming this way that's going to make that river do much. So, um, you know. Everything up north up there is going to get froze up. So, I don't know. We might keep a green river for a while yet. You might. You just might. Know. Can't claim live bait, boys, because that live bait stuff starts to come to an end. Right. So. I just got know, a text from Bob Hardy, said Channel 13, saying that that uh, rain's going to come back out of the Gulf back on top of us. But it's definitely uh-huh. moving east. I mean, it's moving away from us for now. Mm-hmm. I guess unless it's going to circle back, I don't know what's going to make it come back. No, I mean, there's, if that wind's going to blow out of the northwest, it shouldn't come back on us. So, well, Last I saw last night, it was going to come out of the northwest pretty hard. Yeah. They're calling the for heavy front. rain today. There's all these forecasters are sticking with their forecast, calling for heavy rain, three to five <laughs> inches in some areas. 
Wow. I don't, I don't want need that. that out here. In the, I don't either. I mean, it's you don't dry. You in that river bottom, man. It, that's for sure. <laughs> everything will I be mean, getting stuck. <laughs> it's uh, it's every time it rains, you know, it slows us down a little bit and have to reroute a little bit and stuff like that. But uh, like yesterday, I mean, everything's pretty much dried back up. So yeah, and nothing is definitely not filling up. That's for sure. I no. mean, we're in. Our, our, we've got so many slews, it's completely dry. It's unreal. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely dry. I talked to uh, Scott Clary, and he said the same thing out there on that rock island out there. If you ain't got a way to pump water, you ain't killing no birds. So. Right. You, you seen any, dry, dry. any, any uh, ducks other than wood ducks in the river bottom? I got one little batch that... Uh, there's probably 25 gadwall, half many weedjin coming in one yeah. little slough every day. And, you know, I'm, I didn't realize, I didn't think about it. Uh, you know, it closed Sunday, but it opened right. right back up this Saturday. I, I don't know why they're not, everything north of I-10 is just for five days. And that, that kind of aggravates me. They need to close it for two weeks like you used to. Well, they're, they're giving you the week back ahead of us in the south zone. That, uh, you I know, know but, uh, but, you know, they're yeah. trying to equalize it, make it fair. But they, they need to rest in birds longer than that. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, shut you it know, down, hey, make it two weeks for everybody. I mean, why not just open it the same for everybody? I don't understand that. I don't understand that North and south different. Just open it duck season up and roll with it and then close it for yep. two weeks yep so that sure give him birds a chance i mean you know and like this front coming out of the northwest like that it won't it won't push no birds on us you know i need a straight good norther come through and every time it does i get a few birds problem of it is i've watched them and they'll stay three or four days and then they'll leave here and i'm right. surprised you know because the sloughs that's got water in them, they're solid duckweed. And them, them oh, big birds, good. especially. Yeah, but them big birds, like them mallards especially, they they don't like landing in that. I've studied that my whole life. And if there's not an open pocket of water, them big birds do not like the light. <clears throat> no. So, yeah, well, they're a little different. But when it comes to mallards and stuff, and even weeding, I'm surprised these weeding are here. Yeah. Because I've watched them, I don't know, four or five mornings, I've hunted right there by that slough. And I've watched them, but they'll circle and circle and circle, and they wait till it gets really light before they go in there and light on it. So, Yeah, they want to land but, and stick their feet in water, not in grass. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so, I, you know, you watch them mallards and pintails and gadwalls, and, and widgeon too. They like the, uh, they like more of that open water they don't want it kind of closed in you know teal and and spoonies and oh, stuff, yeah. they'll, they they react to it they like that grassy like yeah they'll dive right in there in. yeah yeah so other than that that's about all i know uh, squirrels i mean that in may uh, when they bred back in may everything in this river bottom had a good time because I'm telling you there is more squirrels than I've seen in a long time. I got a tree. Several people. I've got one tree that uh, right there close to the stands I hunt. Mm-hmm. Little tiny oak tree. And she 
and they generally don't raise them, but she's got five of them. And I've watched them now for two weeks and how much they progress every day. The first time I saw them, they just barely could move around on them behind the stuff. Now they're starting to hop around a little bit. I ain't seen them on the ground yet, but they're growing fast. It won't be so. long. Those squirrels grow yes. quick. Once they get out of the nest, buddy, they're... They can do something. They can. That's crazy. Nature is something yep. else, isn't it? And, um, other than that, we had an issue with some wild dogs out here. Uh-oh. I haven't got it solved. By... Oh, Buy more bullets. Yep. There's, uh, there's a family, last name of Porter's, been on this thing as long as Texas. And now it's all sons and grandsons and all that. And, mm-hmm. um, they, them dogs was real hard on part of the country. They hunt, I mean, even opening weekend. I mean, they couldn't even hunt for them opening weekend. They were like 13 of them. And I mean, they were working on it. But Boy. you got all that racket going on, you know, and deer going to be really yeah, weird. You ain't going to kill no deer with that going on. That's you know, so they uh, they haven't really climbed in there where I hunt except one day. Uh, I don't know, last Sunday or something. I don't remember. I heard them right after daylight baying, and they wasn't too far from me, and they shut up. And, they got about 150 yards of them and bait up again and finally showed up. And by that time, I seen a big bullhog run across one. And here they come. But they, <laughs> when they hit that lane, when they hit that lane, they got confused. It wasn't a three of them. They got confused and they lost track of them. And they circled back and forth, back and forth. Finally, two of them stopped and had me a shot and <laughs> took a shot and killed two of them. Yeah. I got look. <laughs> got both of them in well, one shot. Well, both of them. I hey, they're, worse, they're worse than when they when they pack up like that. Them wild dogs. They're worse than coyotes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, them coyotes ain't gonna go chase a hog and bay him up. You know, they're gonna no. chase him and catch him. But boy, I mean, they have been. They've been a terrorist. <clears throat> My brother, he had. He had eight of them on camera. Oh, that was right before deer season opened, and so, but he hadn't seen them neither. So, good. Anyhow, always something. Yeah, well, that's the only thing you can do. You that's know, it. Everybody came. Well, how did that happen? How does that happen? I said it just happens. Everybody throws dogs out and all that, and they just go back to mother nature. They got to survive. Yeah, they, they go can. back to their animal instincts. They they got to yeah, hunt to eat. I, just like a wolf or yeah. a coyote, they're you know they're all in the canine family, just like bears, yep. all of them. Yep. You all know, right, buddy. funny. All right. Well, headed back to Venice. Uh, somewhere around tenth, got a few days left. Okay. I'm going to catch some trout, and, and I'm going to shut her down until about March. All right. Well, I'm going to pop you Saturday morning to see if you got old Mister Big yet. All right, Good buddy. Update, baby. All right, Mike, uh, throw them out a number. Somebody wants to call you, bud. 832-338-9376. Catch us on the web at RJ Hunting and Fishing. All right, my friend. Good luck this morning, Kenny. Kill one. Put one on the ground. All right, bud. All right, man. Have a good one. All right. 
Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croker's located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait or your tournament fish than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display, all their different size bottles, their regulators and diffusers. And if you need more info, you can talk to Jason Cogman at 281-701-8107. And while you're there at the store, check out all their wild-caught guff seafood. Their shrimp is all uh, guff, no farm raised at Boyd's. And if you're looking for the big 912s, 1618s, whatever size you like, they've always got them. Great prices, great availability. And check out their Cajun Grill next door. They make some really good food there, too. Boyd'sOneStop.com. Call them at 409-945-4001. And when you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Um, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 520 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to G-Town now, Tiki Island. Check in with Captain James Plogg this morning. Hey, James, how's it going, bud? What's up, buddy? Not a lot, man. How are you? Oh, man, just got to try to go catch a fish. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I don't I don't see all their doom and gloom bringing the kids to sell either. the house. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure it's coming, but I don't see it. I don't watch the news too much. Man, let me watch old Frank. No, nah, it wasn't even Frank. It was some knucklehead on 13 or whatever. <laughs> I just walked in. And, man, when you got through listening to that guy, man, I told Kevin, I said, man, dude, I think I'm just go jump off the deck. Just go ahead and end it all. It's terrible. <laughs> They're so stupid. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, I just don't see it. He may show up, but, I mean, I was looking what they talk about all ball, you know, and that low pressure coming like out of San Francisco. I said, man, I ain't the smartest guy in the world, but how's it going to get here in the morning? Yeah. So, I don't know. I may be messing up. <clears throat> we'll probably get a tornado suck us out of here like Dorothy. But uh, we're going to go <laughs> <Dorothy>. try. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Boy, I don't know how many times I've watched that. You know, I don't even know they even show it anymore. I know when. When Mickey Ray and Sean and all of them were growing up, man, they loved watching Wizard of Oz. Oh, man, the Wizard of Oz. Remember when we watched it, I mean, I think the first time I saw it, it was like black and white. And they, yeah. And they made color out of it. Right. <clears throat> that way you can see so, the yellow brick road. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Man. Hell, I don't have to watch nah, Wizard of Oz to see that. I just go to Blaine's hunting and see the yellow brick road. Boy, he can yeah, lay it no down, kidding, huh? <laughs> Corn. Hey, yeah. hey, Blank, you put it out there. I'm telling you. Hey, man, if you ain't, you ain't, if you ain't first, you're last. They don't call him Corn Julio for nothing. <laughs> ain't that the truth? Hey, Fryer moves the same way. If you thought two quarts was good, let's get five. Let's get <laughs> five, maybe six <laughs> quarts. Hey, load that, load that live well up, buddy. We're going trout oh, Crazy, dude. Nah, Mickey, fishing been real good, man. It's... Like I say, if you can't catch them this time of year, you got probably ought to go bow or golf or <clears throat> go do something. And we're just bouncing around, but, 
man, we I caught a few fish on Marylers yesterday, first time. Yeah. Not the first time, but you know, not every day it's good. But yesterday morning, got on in Marylers pretty good. I actually know eighteen, man. I didn't have an eleven. I didn't have 18, eleven. With good hook. Man, that's hey, that's my old school stuff in the seven M's back. I used to throw away in eighteens and nineteens. I thought about you when I when I pulled it out of there. Greenback. Still kind of. Yeah, it was still kind of early in the water, real clear. Now, the 18 is the green uh, silver flash white belly, and the uh, 19 is the green gold flash yellow belly, right? Roger, that's okay. that's it, man. And I, I didn't have a 19. That's the first. Well, I looked at my 11. I said, man, my 11's in trouble. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, Woody, Woody needs some new hooks. <laughs> Woody needs some hooks, bud. But my guys, they're catching them on. I mean, they're killing them on little Johns and the little PVs. Something natural. I mean, it don't PVs, matter. Natural color, little PV. But, you know, I'm not gonna sit there. You know, throw that. I just throw other stuff. And trust me, it ain't a problem catching them. They're gonna catch plenty. <laughs> but uh, you know, decent fish. I mean, we we've lost a lot of that. Now, yesterday. We did catch some little ones. I mean, yeah. I think we caught, what we ended up catching yesterday, I think we caught 35 trout, nice trout. And in that, we probably caught maybe 15 little ones. But yeah. up until yesterday, them little fish kind of faded. Like most of what we're, I mean, they're just trout now. We, we, we catch right, a three-pounder every, yeah. three every now and then. Uh <laughs> But you just trout, and but they're they're nice fat fish. It's it's plenty good. We had a red yesterday. We I was the red, and I mean, you've seen it a million times, but you don't see it all the time. And I'm reading him in, especially this time of year, and about twenty reds are following. Yeah, that's so cool. we just pitch. I just left him in the water. Like yeah, just Dorado, and we pitch baited to him. My lady, she missed hers. He tried to eat it when she's pulling out of the water. And uh, Cameron went. I had my one lady. Her husband passed away, but she went fishing me yesterday. And Cameron went with me. He pitched on one of them, got one to eat. And we were going to keep one. I said, "Man, this thing I got here, dude, it's too big." So I get him, and I said, "I think he's like twenty nine inches. I care less. All I want him was off my line." And I said, "Cameron, we'll keep that one of yours. She wants one to eat." Anyway, we measured that thing. And it was 27 and 7 eighths and weighed just right at nine pounds. Yeah, that's a tough I said, I ain't no redfish tourney man, but you get you two of these, you might get you a paycheck. You might nowadays. I don't know. These guys got us a good at it. You might need more like 20 pounds. <laughs> really, Mickey? So a nine-pound legal red, it just, I mean, you get something like a keychain. That, that's though, becoming huh? kind of common. You know, the biggest legal red I ever caught, old Wade Bullard was with me, and it was 11-2, and it was 27 and three-quarters. You, you talk about a toad, man. That's crazy. Hey, you remember that nasty red that Blaine caught one year in East Bay that was like 30 inches and weighed like Yeah, that's when, when the, that's when the legal limit was up to 30 <laughs> inches back then. Right. And it anyway, weighed like 18, 18 pounds. pounds or something? 18 yeah. pounds, 30 inches. Yeah. That's nasty. Looked like Jackie Gleason. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but uh nah it's been i don't i think the only day i didn't go i think the only day i didn't go was sunday what day that big front comes sunday i didn't go sunday. yeah i right. fished saturday which i normally don't do but i moved some guys from tuesday but it was saturday was man my best day i think we caught like 75 nice trout 
Very few little. I know we caught 75. We counted right. 75. These guys don't keep fish. And we caught three or four reds. <clears throat> so it, it, it's been pretty good. I might get away with this this morning, but I'm looking at the radar, Mickey, trying to make well, – I ain't, I ain't trying to make a decision. I don't made a decision, but I just don't see it being terrible, man. There's some light stuff coming, you know, from down below us. It's going to move up this way in a little while. It's it's kind of almost a just past Bay City headed towards Lake Jackson right now. Roger. And Well, maybe so, – listen, you know, I look, it looks okay. I mean, a lot of that stuff – I mean, I looked at what you saw. A lot of it went out in the Gulf. Oh, the, the Gulf is just, I mean, if that Gulf water was warmer, this might turn into something. Man, yeah, a lot, like that, a lot of yeah. Maybe those guys were banking on that stuff, staying on land. I don't know. Well, Bob Hardy gotta, texted me a while ago and said, hey, that Channel 13 saying it's supposed to back up. But it, the way it's moving, it's moving east pretty good towards Louisiana. Louisiana's going to catch a lot of this, but. I don't see. I don't well, see it backing up. Unless well, changes. those guys can't be wrong, dude. They're going to invent something to say. Well, I told y'all. I told y'all. Yeah. Get your dogs out. Bring them in. Bring get the cat. <laughs> Pee on the fire. <laughs> call in the dogs. Dude, if you paid attention, to them guys trying to make a living in the fish advantage, you'd be living on a Pierce Elevated. You'd be out of business. <laughs> Being a cardboard box. Yeah, but you know, me and you, you know, for years, you know, we've always. Press envelope a little boat this time of year because you can catch them. Now, if it's the middle of June and it's blowing 18 and raining, no, you ain't going to catch nothing. So I don't, I don't go. I go do something else. But <laughs> you can catch them this time of year. You know that. You tell oh, anybody yeah. you don't know. <laughs> Dude, how many storms, how many things, how much stuff that we used to fish in? We never even batted an eye. No. <laughs> and we didn't have no weather channel. We didn't. We didn't even watch the movie. We hey, didn't we have any good drive. gear back then like we got now either. No, we had junk. Coming I had real freezing junk. Freezing to death, soaking wet and shivering. And Pete goes, hey, I how remember, about cleaning them fish? I said, hey, that's what they make ice for. I'll clean them tomorrow after I go home and warm up. Man, ain't that the truth, dude? Hey, how many times we'd sit there at your house <clears throat> on Harbor Lane, you'd be looking at that windmill and said, We'd be sitting there, done had about four pots. You said, all right, man, it's time to roll. Let's go. Roll out there. Had a, just had roll a northeast up. wind and start laying down. We'd we'd slide in, pull up on Dow's, and turn her sideways and couldn't get a lure back. Oh, PF mirror lures, man, pink fluorescent with the black eyeballs, man. little rat eyes. Yeah, remember I had that orange one. looked like the same one. You know, it was built the same, but it was orange. Yeah, that was the, the uh, fluorescent orange. That was a good yeah, one, too. Think, and, hey, they made a fluorescent chartreuse one like that, too. That's That was the Uncle Jimmy special. That's all he'd throw was that fluorescent. You ain't going to believe this. I had it in my hand yesterday, and I put the 18 on instead. I had it in my hand. But those well, used to be. Uncle Jimmy I used to. One, I mean, he went to his one. grave throwing, you know, that fluorescent chartreuse. Yeah, I think that, that one you threw, though, I think, it, I think, well, you were just better. But I, I think you got more bites. That no, that pink fluorescent, man, when they sent me six of those, said, try these out and uh, see what you think about them. <laughs> After about three days of fishing with them, I called them back, and I said, y'all need to make a ton of those and send them all to the Houston area. You can't, you yeah, can't, can't tie one on. 
That's Ain't that the truth? Trying to eat them. Boy, that was a bad That's what we call bag. money, dude. Money, dude. Put that on a cracker. And send it. <laughs> That's it. That was uh, that was a Dow's Reef special. I think the coldest water temperature I got, dude, was yesterday. I mean, I think yesterday, man, it was like fifty-five, six. Yeah. It wasn't the coldest day, but that's the coldest I've seen the water temperature. Well, we had them three cool nights in a row, you know, with a little bit of wind in them. I dropped it a little bit. Man, I'm telling you, Monday, Monday was cold. Monday was better. It it was still blowing. It it got decent. It was pretty rough in the morning. Yeah, I I wasn't popping out. We talked about it, but I said, nah, let's, let's give it another day or two, you know. Well, Monday was, I had tide and current going the same way. It was kind of tough, but, uh. And it kind of let up a little bit. It got pretty good. I mean, it, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't like Saturday. Saturday, it, I talked to a lot of people that fished all over different places Saturday. <clears throat> and everybody I know stroked them, no matter where you went. It just, yeah. you know, two days in front of that moon, the weather was decent, and uh, they ate everything in sight. And then Monday got, you know, you had to work. You had to pay attention. You couldn't just pop out there and fling out there. And then Tuesday got Tuesday got pretty good, and yesterday was pretty easy. <clears throat> so we'll see what the day's got. Yeah. But look, man, if tornadoes get me, I'll holler at you. <laughs> you come get me. Yeah, if they suck <laughs> you out of the water, call me. I'll uh, I'll put the old Kenner in and come grab you. Come come fetch me up, buddy. Come come kennel up, man. Get in the Kenner. Yeah, kennel up old in the Kenner. <clears throat> but yeah, everything looks good. Everything's, everything's cool, so we'll see what happens. We shall see. I'm, you know, I'm still looking at radar, and there's just uh, the doom and gloom ain't here yet. You just don't see it, huh? What no, about way south, Mickey? I mean, like down there toward Blaine, down there, nothing. No, there's uh, nothing inland anymore down there, except uh, you got a little bit around, uh, you know, Corpus and Rockport, but it's it's real light. It's nothing heavy, no yellow. It's just green and blue. And uh, it's just tracking right up the coast, but I don't see. I don't know. I ain't no weatherman, meteorologist by any means, but uh, I don't see it circling back and coming back on top of us. And then there's some. There's a line of light stuff up around San Antonio to College Station, you know, kind of drifting this way. Unless that's going to develop into something big time. Yeah. Well, you keep an eye on that. If it's come out of the north, you know, it ain't no big deal. I ain't going very far. But, you know, I, I said, man, I, I just get up and look at it. If it. You know, you know when it's time not to go, and then you know when it's time to think I, think I can pull it off, you know. I mean, as long as yeah. you got some fish, if you're driving around looking for fish and you ain't catching nothing, it probably ain't the best day on the planet. But well, you kind of got, got a, a spot you can go get them. You got to win it. If you do get rain, it looks light. I don't see anything life-threatening as far as lightning and Heavy stuff and all that, tarnatic. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, I, got, I I just stopped in front of the TV and I watched that for about five minutes. I said, "Man, this is the absolute worst." Man, this. Guy. I watched it last night, and you know, I looked at radar after I watched the news, and there was some light stuff way down the coast. You know, I'm talking like Laguna Madre, you know, Lower Laguna, you know, drifting this way. It made it here pretty quick because. I don't know. I got up early this morning, about two twenty, and uh, it had just started sprinkling. But I never, I never went through anything heavy coming in. It was just light, 
real light rain intermittent. Yeah, when I saw it, it is moving really fast. I mean, if you get something, they don't look like it hangs around very long. No. Don't look like it. We'll see. I may be screwing up, but anyway, that's it. But no, buddy, right, you're buddy. cool, man. Well, do your thing, man. Try to stay dry if you can. And uh, if I see a, a tornado coming your way, I'll uh, send yeah. you a text. Yeah, call me. Call duck, me. Duck and run. <laughs> Well, throw them out a number. Somebody wants to call you about fishing, James. Ah, right, buddy. 49-771-7306. Yeah, pull right, that man. old Thanks, fluorescent chartreuse out today and try that one. Hey, I'm, uh, that's the first thing I'm going to tie on, I promise you. Uncle you Jimmy special. <laughs> I'll think about Uncle Jimmy. All right, I'll it's over, you. man. Right. It's over. <laughs> it's over, man. It's All right, later. <laughs> See you. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh, well. Can't catch them if you don't go. And right now, it's uh, looks good enough to go. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Danco Sports Incorporated. They're an industry-leading manufacturer of pliers, knives, and accessories for anglers worldwide. And Danco's committed to providing affordable, high-quality products to the fishing community with over 400 plier and knife options to choose from. Check out their premium pliers and sheaths. They're what I use, and they have outstanding quality and performance. No inshore or offshore boat should be without a couple of pair of these laying around. And uh, they're solid machined, and what I really like about them is their integrated jaw, crimper, and titanium cobalt cutters. Plus, they have a lifetime warranty, and the cobalt cutter is super sharp for even cutting braided line. And no boat should be without Danco knives. They come in a variety of sizes with a full-tang German stainless steel blade, and Danco fillet knives, in my opinion, are better than the Bubba Blade at half the price. And Danco knives have a dual-molded grip for superior control while you're filleting your catch and a DuPont Teflon-coated blade. That's Danco Sports Incorporated. Do it with Danco. Captain Mickey here for the Belleville Meat Market. No better place to have all your wild game processing done and no better place to shop for quality cuts of meat or have great barbecue and all their menu items. They have a full menu of pecan smoked barbecue. They serve that Monday through Sundays, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And uh, check out their pecan smoked pulled pork, homemade hot dogs. And they're all now available on their menu. And uh, custom processing on pigs and calves, they do that all year long. You can order a half calf or a hind quarter. You can have it processed any way you like. And their wild game processing this year, they're making Vinny dogs and hog dogs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. And you can bring something home from your hunt the entire family can enjoy all year long. The Belleville's open Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sundays, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., and they're celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 540 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to G-Town now and check in with Captain Michael Marquez. We just call him Shocky. Sharky, what's up, buddy? What's up, stud? Not a lot, what man. What you got going on? Oh, just trying to figure out this weather. Oh, you and me both. I'm being told one and thing and I'm seeing another. <laughs> well, that's about right, man. We were 
shoot, I guess uh, two, three days ago, we were all sitting around the dock, you know, in between trips. And uh, I think Shane or Chris or both of them came up to me and they were like, man, Sharky, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week looks, you know, looks solid. And we pulled up our, uh, you know, our windy apps and everything else. And uh, and I was like, oh, my gosh, man, it does look solid. I'm talking about three-mile-an-hour winds. Right. Uh, we were checking, you know, forecast 130 miles offshore, thinking it is going to be glass. Mm-hmm. So last two, three days, I start prepping. <laughs> I'm, I'm spooling reels and throwing – you know, 80 wides on rods and getting all kinds of crazy with it. And then Shane called me yesterday. He's like, man, have you seen the weather for Tuesday, Thursday, or Tuesday, Wednesday? Boy, it's like 27 miles an hour winds. Yeah. What the heck? Right. I wouldn't oh want to be out gosh. in the Gulf this morning. Boy, it's raining, raining pretty good out there. That Gulf is full of rain. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty unpredictable right about now. I'll tell you that. You yeah, know, this is this a, is the time of year you just stick your head out the door and make a call. <laughs> well, I was going, but I'm going back to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's those days where it's supposed to be blowing 10 miles an hour and it's you know, you get there and it's gust, gusting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Blowing down small exactly. children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness, man. Well, hey, we've been, been grinding it out. My entire life, anything I've ever enjoyed in life, I always the weather always played a factor in it. That's it. That's it. It's that outside stuff, man. Golf, tennis, baseball, it did it didn't matter. It just, you know, fishing, <laughs> hunting. It's just outdoor the life of an outdoorsman. It's the way it works. You know. Maybe our next hobby that we acquire will be something under a closed roof. Probably not. I guess I could be a we gamer. Could, we could dream. Give me a gaming chair and, <laughs> you know. That's right. That's right. I'm going to get you a, an old Nintendo for Christmas. <laughs> Boy, I remember them. <laughs> hey, there, there ain't nothing wrong with the old Nintendos now, okay? I'm not a big I, gamer, but I'll play some Super Mario. Hey, I used to like that uh, that Duck Hunt on Nintendo. Oh, heck yeah. Got to gotta, gotta play the Duck Hunt game. Then you got to, hey, Pac-Man, got to go with Pac-Man. Oh, got to get the Pac-Man in. Oh, goodness, man. <laughs> That's well, all, that weather. That's all water under the bridge now. They, all, they've got some sophisticated stuff now. Yeah, they do. Boy, you're right. That radar is lit up, buddy. It's all offshore. Yeah, it's, it's light. Like you know, we got some light stuff below us just coming right up the coastline, but that's nothing to write home about there. Unless Talking about a hundred chance of rain by ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, twelve noon. Yeah. It's going to be nasty. I don't know. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, we've been well, catching how's y'all's fish fishing been out. holding up? Y'all been catching them, still catching them good, huh? Still catching what, Mickey? I'm sorry. You cut y'all's out. Y'all's fishing, uh, you know, your redfish and all that, that's still holding up really good, huh? Still holding, man. Still holding. You know, um, the weather has been. Crab I mean, yet? No, 
Nope, not yet. Well, that's good. In fact, I know it is good. I just put in. A, in fact, today I've got an order of uh, our orders of bait come in on Thursday, and I've got another order of of shad. And you know what? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I I I am so glad that you brought that up because I gotta <laughs> I gotta reach out to them and tell them not to bring me the sardines and the and the squid for going overnight tuna fishing because. <laughs> we ain't <yeah>. going <laughs> right. oh my god well you know i might as well just tell them bring it anyway because i'm hoping and dreaming we could get out there sometime in the next you know couple weeks but this is not looking super promising man no it's not um, golf adventures <laughs> yeah i know i know but yeah the redfish are here man the redfish are still here um uh, Shoot, chain still and Chris. A, uh, we are starting to see those slots push out a little bit. Um, yeah. We're still catching, still catching some, still catching a nice mixed bag. You know, those those water temps are, are up enough to be able to get out there. We're still seeing like a couple of trout, still seeing a couple of you know pub drum, sheep's head slots. So your variety is still there. Because that water temperature is, is, you know, it's just not super cold yet. Um, and then uh, and then your bulls are there. Um, so, I mean, it's good. They're catching a bunch of good fish. And then, shoot, man, uh, Chris and Shane were out, I don't know, two days ago. And I said, hey, guys, uh, we got that flounder tournament, you know, that catch and release flounder tournament. And then it's, you know, it's from November 1st through, through January 1st. I said, man, we haven't posted some flounder videos in a while, so or flounder pictures in a while. So I said, man, if y'all got like 20 minutes at the end of your trip, you know, they were out, I, I wasn't. So I said, man, if y'all got 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you know, to pull in one of your little honey holes and give it a shot, you know, and send me some flounder pictures, that'd be great for our social media. So anyway, there was like, I don't know, they were almost due back at dock, you know, and they're like, hey, we're leaving the jetties. We're just going to go make a few casts over, you know, in, in one of these little spots on our way in to try to get some, you know, good pictures and end it, end it on some nice flounder, you know. And uh, golly, man, they pulled in. I just was getting picture <laughs> after picture after picture. I mean, for like 15 minutes straight, you know, every minute I was getting another picture of some big flounder, right. you know. I mean, they were just getting in there smacking them, you know. Well, you know what's so, going to happen. You know, in two weeks, yeah, December fifteenth, we're, we're going to get the opener back. You know, December fifteenth, and then we're going to get an Arctic Express in here and drop the water temperatures about fifteen or twenty degrees, and poof, they're gone. <laughs> you watch. Oh, I know. Year. I know. I know. Oh goodness. Well. It's safe to say you know what I'll be doing uh, midnight. A lot of broken hearts out there right now, man. People just they want they want to they want to put a flounder in their easy bake oven. <laughs> Can't even do it. <laughs> Boy, it was it was a blessing to have that fish sticks tournament because uh, man, that fish sticks tournament was the uh, I'm sorry, fish sticks flounder. You know the flounder daddy. Uh, flatty daddy tournament who's your flatty daddy tournament yeah yeah exactly because yeah. man me and dad got out there and we you know we we smacked on them pretty good and we yeah, uh we were able to you know heat shrink what's it called 
anyway, we saved those flounder, you know, and so right vacuum sealer. Uh, there you go. So anytime we've been craving them, man, we've been pretty pretty blessed to be able to get out there and whack them good that day because it's kind of sustained us these last couple of weeks, you know, on our flounder cravings. But the stock is getting low, brother. Yes, it is on my uh, deer meat. I'm gonna want to go roll one here pretty soon. Go rolling, baby. Go rolling. That's it. Ground check one. <laughs> Do you have a good oh, Thanksgiving, man. you and your family? Do y'all have fun? Get everybody together? Good times? We did. We cool. did, Mickey. We, this is the first, uh, first time in pretty much my whole life that we spent actual Thanksgiving Day away from family. And uh, and then we ended up, you know, kind of getting together and gathering Friday, that day yeah. after. Um, but it was it was awesome, man. Me and my wife just just hopped in the hopped in the car and drove to Fredericksburg and spent uh spent a couple days out there, and it was nice, man. That's a real nice area. It is chill it's area to go there. and just relax. It and, is. Yeah. It was really nice. So people don't that's realize what we ended up doing. Great state of Texas, how the beauty in this state, all the different uh, landscapes, and I mean, oh man, I mean, it's just yeah. uh, it's got a lot to offer. It does. It's wild, and I'm talking about wild up there. You're you're driving up there, and it's like this doesn't seem like you know, just this would be two and a half hours away or three hours away from or whatever i mean it's just like crazy hills and you know fields yeah, go, and just, go way out west out towards paladura canyon and all that that's just just gorgeous oh yeah oh yeah blessed baby there. blessed to be in texas that's why they call it the great state of texas that's it that's it <laughs> we're, a, we're like a country of our own well, oh, it's, it's bigger than the, than the country of Germany, I think. It's got to be state. close. Once you get out of Texas, you cross all the other states heading north like no problem. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But, boy, that Texas, uh, I've drove to the Panhandle for work one time. That's a, that's uh, a drive when I was there, in buddy. School. Buddy, that's a drive. I'm yep, talking that's, about uh, that's a drive. Are we there yet? <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> about I halfway. It. <laughs> yeah, no joke. It's a drive, buddy. Well, Mm-mm-mm. well I'm glad everything's well, going good, man. Keep up the thanks, good work. Dude. and I'll, I'll check in with you Saturday morning. We'll see what gives, man. If somebody wants to call you, yeah. about getting out and making some memories out, they get a hold of you, Sharky. Come on, man. Hop on our website, out cast fishing with no g charters.com um we also have we're giving away two different trips so that flounder tournament is the first trip biggest flounder overall caught with us from november 1st through january 1st and then anybody who books a trip or even just a spot on our open boat trip their name gets put in um we're gonna put everybody's name down pretty much from uh november to january as well so we're gonna announce the flounder winner and the random person that we draw on Facebook Live uh, January 1st, um, and that's for a fish and stay. So you're going to be able cool. to get to come down to our lodge, go fishing with us. Um, cool. So anyway, 
come fishing with us between now and right, January Chucky. 1. You get entered. All right, Stuck. You got it, buddy. Later, man. Have a blessed day, man. You too. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning, bright and early, 4 a.m., right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.